Hey there, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the second episode of the Modern Times podcast, which we recorded at Phoenix Comic Con, and we would like to thank Phoenix Comic Con for having us out. It was a blast. It was a ton of fun, and we did this podcast with Razor Edge Games, and they're a local game company that's doing this big, massive online multiplayer game uh, called Apocalypse After the Fall. It looks really fun really cool and this is early on in the process so they gave us a lot to look at and it was interesting talking to them uh, they've been working on it for like 12 years it's a real big process and uh, they were real gracious with their time it was a real cool chat and so we're really excited for you guys to be able to hear it and what's even cooler is so once the game is made available uh, they're going to have exclusive items and for modern times listeners only uh, they they gave us an exclusive item so if you go decide to play the game and use the offer code game 12 you will get an exclusive item that only only people that listen to this podcast will get so that's pretty cool uh anyway uh enjoy the show guys and welcome to the Modern Times Podcast. I am Ryan Scott. I am the editor-at-large at Modern Times, and I am your host for the podcast. We are at Phoenix Comic Con broadcasting live, and I have a couple guests with me. You guys want to introduce yourself and tell me what you guys do? My name is uh, Dustin Kasperzak. I am the production manager for Razor Edge Games. I'm Mike Weiser, CEO for Razor Edge Games. Awesome, fantastic. And thank you guys so much for doing this with us. Uh, you're actually, uh, full disclosure, you're our first actual guest on the podcast. So, uh, Good to be here. So have you guys done con before, or is this your first time for Phoenix Con? Or? This is the first con we're actually doing for this game and for the company. Oh, fantastic. So um, basically, you guys, uh, I kind of got wind that you guys were going to be here and do this. And the idea of doing... A game like you guys are doing, like this huge, basically, to my understanding, it's like you know, a huge open RPG, world, open yep. world RPG. Yep. That seems like an incredible like undertaking. Like I've been playing games my whole life, but I've always sort of almost avoided that kind of thing because I knew it would like you know consume. I have that like addictive personality. Time sink, yes, it's Time. big. <laughs> so, what? Where does that come from? Like, where do? You, where does that come from for you guys? Where you're like, all right, cool, I'm gonna do this. Like this incredible undertaking that must be to do a huge open world thing like that. Like, how, how does that come up? Well, it's uh, about 12 years ago I started writing it. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, so it's been a long process. Uh, I fleshed this product out uh, as a, an RPG tabletop game to start with so that we, we'd have all the, the full elements of a traditional RPG that you would expect in like Dungeons and Dragons or something like that. So it's very featureful. And then as we, we did 16 months of testing on it, then we decided to take and make it a PC port as well. No kidding. That's really cool that it started as like a traditional tabletop type thing. So yes. how do you think that feel translates to like a video game? Because like there's a specific like, and there's almost like this weird loyalty to like tabletop gaming that people have. How do you, how do you think that translates? I think actually we're going to draw a lot of those players over because we, we keep all the elements of tabletop. Again, we're not changing the rules for the PC game. It's exactly the same with all the visuals that you imagined before. That's super cool. And part of part of the creative freedom that we're establishing within our company is molding that kind of tabletop experience into like a fully developed uh, what's the word dynamic environment game, converting from card to like a 3D world, and that in itself is 
quite the undertaking, <laughs> right. but we, uh, you know, we've gone through a couple evolutions on how we deal with these things, and it, right now the, the product that we're getting is, uh, to me, amazing. I was even, I just was waiting for you guys a little bit and watching you guys set up, so I saw like you had like the, the weapon designs are really cool, not only that you, you just started that video, mm. and like there's this guy in a gas mask like with a bear as a pet, and I was just yes, like, right. okay, yeah. I was immediately just like, okay, this is pretty Everybody cool. needs a bear pet. Yeah, and I was, like, I was, I was already like, I was already kind of interested, because like the one guy kind of looks like Dash Rendar a little bit from like, <laughs> but then, yeah, the bear, I'm like, okay, I'm in, whatever, this is pretty cool. So like, where does that, so like, can you t tell me a little bit about the story of the game, like what, what it, because I was, because I knew nothing looking at that, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm way interested so like so like what's the game about and essentially the game takes place uh, about 180 100, years roughly in yeah, the future 160 180 years in the future it takes place after uh, a meteor strikes the earth and do you remember the name of I the don't meteor? have the actual call letters for the meteor but it's actually a real asteroid actually that's coming it's if you take and you uh, follow NASA they're actually tracking this thing and it's going to come extremely close to the earth excellent it's about the size of the one that killed the dinosaurs great good so uh, we're building off of real science to make a post-apocalyptic game that uh, you know is based a lot on on what really could happen so we don't have zombies <laughs> <laughs> and one of, one of the aspects we're trying to really work with is we, we want as much realism as we can fit into the game. Sure. So it's not going to be necessarily like your fantasy and everybody has magic and things of that nature. It's We, we want it to be a realistic kind of post. So you want it to be somewhat grounded. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Believable. Sort of more uh, Fallout than Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no nuclear exchange. No nuclear. Yeah. Sure, no, sure, no sure. Nuclear um, yeah, because I... So... But with that, there, there are some sci-fi aspects of that course. are essentially believable in, right. in the realm. Well, yeah, I mean, even, because that's the thing, is nobody, you know, you go to these things as a form of, like, escape, yeah. and, and nobody, you know, I mean, I think part of that is sort of, like, you don't want it to be, like, overly realistic. That's why you still don't play those math games you had to, you know, play. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's, you know, so it's like, there is, yeah, but it's, but it's always nice, too, like, when you feel like something is grounded, you know, it's right. like... Well, and part of my philosophy of just coming into the game industry I, I was in the Marine Corps for like eight years but I've, I've always been so immersed in, transition. in the game industry yeah it is but you know one of the things that drives me is you know seeing you know somebody else's mind people's dreams and going into a 3d environment and literally building somebody else's mind into that environment that's awesome yeah so that's part of the reason i like doing what i do because i get to like i love seeing what people are passionate about and what they like to talk about so it's like interesting you know because like but the but the most i get to do is this you know i get yeah, to yeah. sit here and and hear you guys talk about like yeah. you get to talk about you you can build you know you have like the tools and the opportunity to actually yeah, see that through you, you have the control of everything in that environment and to make it as unrealistic as possible to as realistic as possible you literally can control everything in that environment and that's what has attracted me like entirely to this industry and being a, a dev team member and everything involved with that is literally creating a dream or a mind and making it a reality that's so cool like that that <laughs> explanation so all right so i'm you know the most i have is like in, in terms of being any kind of creator, I guess, is, you know, oh, I got to write a thousand words or this, that. It's so <laughs> small. You, and I, you know, filmmaking, everything's different. 
what fast you said 12 years ago you started writing I mean that is a hell of a time yeah thinking of word count I think we're a little over 42,000 words or rules <laughs> yeah I've seen video game scripts are ridiculous you have to cover every everything e eventuality but but how you know 12 years is such a like no matter how if you live to be 120 that is a large percentage of your life you know so so what so how do you keep focused at like the times when you know it's like you might think this might not go or what keeps you going for 12 years to get this done um game's written out of the passion for something I wanted to build primarily for myself to enjoy. Uh, I started writing this with the idea that there wasn't anything out there that filled that niche of what I was looking for. And uh, as we as we went on and found other people liked it too, we built on what they would like to see in it and you know it just went on and on from there. And that's that's kind of one of the things that we promote even within our company with our own dev team. It's it's the passion of what you're doing rather than just being there for a job. Sure. It's you know, we, we are here to, you know, do what I said, you know, make a 3D environment possible. And we need that passion there for people to put their own creative advice in there and basically their own experiences sure. and build them. That's really cool. So I know nothing about the process of making a game. So like, so you, okay, so you're the CEO. This is like your, your baby. Right. Like, so what, so what's your, what's your job? Like, what do you, what would you say that you do with them? Like, I don't know. Well, um, as far as the production manager goes, I mean, I started as a, a character assets modeler on the team. And okay. with that, I kind of stepped my way up through the company. Um, but to where it's at now, I essentially kind of have a hand in every single team. So I'm the one that's basically kind of keeping everybody on track. Uh, basically coming up with our, our goals about what we need to reach. Uh, I take I still take assignments when I have time as far as you know editing some videos, maybe coming up with a certain model of some sort, uh, marketing aspects. It, it, it's kind of all-encompassing for me. Oh, okay. So the big takeaway is there's about over 207 people on the team currently. Wow, from <laughs> all different countries. So we're not like a, a small little group, and we're from over 30 countries. So it's it's a huge That's take. Incredible. Well, so how? And everybody's doing it out of the love of making a game. And this, yeah, mo most of us actually have full-time jobs. Sure. And we're all doing this on our off hours, after hours, over meetings, over internet. It's passion that keeps yeah. it going. It yeah. is, yeah. It has to be, yeah, for, yeah. for, for anything. Um, you know, it was like me, I had a weird moment when I, uh, I I quit my job to start writing like three years ago, but it was because I, I just, like, I had this moment where I knew, like, okay, I, I can't do both of these things, yeah. <laughs> and you had to have that weird, like, foolish bravery moment of just like, yeah. okay, I'm just going to do this because I have to. Um, well, and, that, and that's actually one of, the, one of the struggles sometimes that we run into is, um, you know, s some of the diversity of the team is... You know, we, we have everything from your fresh out of college students. Some some students are actually still in college. Um, some guys never had a job before, but we also have members that are actually in the industry as their full time job, working for other companies and doing our and stuff. And doing on the, the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just the experience involved all across the team and the learning experience as far as you know. You, if you want this to be your first job and this is the industry you want to get into, we want to inspire, you know, maybe even some of the veterans to kind of take those new guys under their wing and like, hey, this is your drive, this is what you got to do, but you got to, you got to do it. 
Yeah, for us, uh, the actual game itself, uh, unlike what, what's been going on in the market where everything's dumbed down or starting to look retro or old, we're shooting for very realistic. So when somebody comes and joins the team, the expectation is we don't hold their hand. We don't want to need to kick them in the ass to get them going. Sure. We want them to you know, be motivated, understand that you're jumping into a real team, and uh, you know we're making something that's triple A quality. Right, and and that's and you know that's the thing too is like because when you first like that's what I realized when I was getting into what I was getting into is that it's so weird because you like it's it, people joke about it all the time but it's so true you need experience to get the job but you need the job to get experience. Yeah. And it's such a like it's such a circular thing so it's cool that you guys are at least like you give somebody like hey yes here's your yep. opportunity yep you need to take the opportunity. And some of the best people on our team were people that were looked over by other companies because they didn't have the three years of experience right. you know but I, I'm willing to give them the shot but the thing is you know they, they gotta you know, have that mindset to come in and, and get the job done and actually be at a quality level you know where we can use their work. Well, yeah, because I mean, that's the thing is you can beg for the job all you want, but you gotta pony yeah, up what yeah, you, you gotta, get. Like, you, you gotta, gotta put up it. for the opportunity. Yeah, and even even with that, like, it, you you have to inspire people to learn that mentality. That like that, something like that with today's job industry and today's world, people become complacent in what they know and what they don't know and what they can and can't do. And what I try to inspire amongst the team is, you know, break past your comfortable box. Like, this is what you were taught, that's fine. That's a good basis, but we want this as our standard. So rise up to that level, and we will show you how. We will give you all the tools to reach that level but that's our standard. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and it's and it helps when you have something to shoot for too. Like yeah. you know, you have like because if you're just not given like it's like it's like if you have a deadline, you work so much quicker, better. You know, because exactly. because you just have to have something. Because if you don't, and, and that's like another thing I sort of tell people, someone who was lucky enough to like sort of find what I love and get to do what I want to do is like you're never gonna have like a right moment where you're like the stars are not gonna align no. until you like now is the t you just have to just do mm -hmm. it like you just have to jump in and do it um so i i want to get people like because just talking to you guys and seeing the little bit that i've seen like i'm excited about the game i want to get people like excited about the game so like we talked a little bit okay so like people who like like tabletop rpgs is going to be like realistic grounded ish sci-fi what's like the can you compare it to anything in terms of like if i'm playing this game what's the experience like or if you can't compare it to anything try to give somebody All right. that's a tough question because um when i was in this industry before back in the 90s i was an innovator so we're, we're changing the mold so what people think is a turn-based strategy game now forget that this is not like that awesome we're going for cinematic uh, we have such high quality textures, we can get in really close in the faces of characters, there's emotion, all that kind of stuff. So it's a cinematic experience. So think of it like uh, like a movie or TV show. Great. You know, you got scenes, you know, action scenes and things like that. Sometimes you might see the guy driving from point A to point B if there's something going on during that. Usually it skips to where the scene is. So that's a cinematic role play game. Just like tabletop, you don't talk about the mundane going from point A to point B, you get to where the fun is. So that's what we're gonna do. We cover that in a massive world. Uh, we're talking uh, an endeavor here that literally we tried to do calculations on if you were to play the game and skip all the encounters, skip all the quests, and just try to cover all the areas. It would take about 240 hours. Oh, that's all? Okay, great. <laughs> all, yeah. all the contracts. Yeah, all the contracts. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> but that's, 
that's something that we were adamant about keeping with this game. We we want to break away from that that mindless shooter. You know, you buy yes. the sh- new shooter every year. You're killing the same guys. You're going through the same levels. Yeah. You're doing the same thing that every other game before it had. Sure. It's just you know maybe some new outfits and, and you might get a new gun or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The other breaking away from that entirely. The the other mindset that I need to change with people is. Uh, permadeath. Uh, mm-hmm. Your character dies, he's done, and there is no loading a save game. Um, so as you proceed, do as you would do. The key with this uh, as a role play game, you're not the character. The character is the character. So he's learning, it's a skill based game, he's doing what you tell him to do. So in other words, you don't say go hide behind this box, you say take cover. And he's going to take and do his best to take cover based on an action you tell that him to do. That is fascinating. Yeah, so, so you're not like. Translates what you tell him to do. So you're not in, like, that's, that's a crazy concept that you're not like in, like, this almost all being control. You're sort of like, if you've made. Improper decisions, like they oh, come, exactly. That's, yeah. that's in, that is reputation. Everything comes back on. Oh the character. my god, that is so cool. It's not Twitch based on you. It's based on him. That's her. that's really that's really interesting. Like I can both. The gamer side of my brain is saying I can see that both being incredibly frustrating, but also like incredibly <laughs> awesome. You're like, <laughs> and that's where that strategy comes in. That's sure. what we're saying. We're we're breaking away from that mold of what's what's out nowadays with that. I've mindless. never heard anything like that no. before. That that's so cool. It comes down strategy. to AI, you know, and getting it right. Yeah. As an example, I give to my team, and this is a warning to like new players that would try the game. You know, I want you to break your mind away from the the mentality of uh, you know what you've been playing over the last 10 years or so. Sure. Getting this aspect, this is the thing I tell my team. Imagine the scene. You got a bear that's out there in the scene. You're a new player with a knife. Would you attack that bear with the knife? <laughs> now, if you do, if you just spend an hour making that character, you'll probably make it a new one real soon. Sure, real, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's funny to me because I'm 100% like that Leroy Jenkins player. Yeah, that for charges sure. straight into the room. You know, I literally just saw that video for the first time. That right. I never, I, like, I, my buddy was like, ever, I, I can't believe I'd never seen it, but yeah. But like, I knew the reference point. Yeah. But no, I know what you mean. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm like the Madden, you know, fourth and eight thirty, you know, yeah. whatever, why not? But yeah, it's like, but that's interesting that you make, you force people to like make a decision. What, what, what I'm trying to get across is when you play this character, play him as if you were there. What would you really do? Do you really need to kill that bear? Is there a reason why you want to kill that bear? You know, it's funny because you don't typically go to play video games thinking, do I need to do this? Because that's like yeah. so anti- yeah. antithetical to what you normally would do in right. a game. And, like that's, it's, and that's the, uh, some of the portions of the real realism that we're going for is basically, you know, in real life, would you walk up to a bear and stab it? No. Yeah, just to, just to sort of play the counterpoint, um, because like this sounds fascinating to me, mm-hmm. but like, I, again, like we talked about games that look escapist, and that's a big part of it. Do you think that it being that kind of thought-driven and sort of realistic in that way might be unappealing to, like, a certain... Uh, There's going to be certain people that, uh, you know, will be in the mindset that this is not their kind of game. Sure. But again, with 16 months of tabletop testing, um, I, I got a really good take on everything from people who never played an RPG before sure. to people that were long-term game masters, you know, and everybody could sit down and have a good time with this as long as they got in the mindset of, would I do that? You know, is this something that I would actually do? You know, how should I approach this situation? Um, 
I probably advise maybe not to, you know, shit face drunk and tired playing the game. Sure. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think we've even said what's the name of the game and how do people like just so people know like where to find it. Like, what's the um, the name of the game is Apocalypse: The Afterfall. Um, that's spelled with an E. P-O-C-Y-L-I-S-P-E. Oh, well done. (laughs) 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 With that, um, you can go to RazorEdgeGames.com and check us out. As well, we would like to encourage people to sign up on our forums. One of the things that uh, we're trying to promote is getting uh, gamer feedback right now. Like, Seeing what we release here, seeing what we put out as far as on, you know, the social media. So the game is playable right now. People can go... It is not Oh, not playable yet. yet. Okay, all right. But we want to get people's kind of input of what we are doing. Okay, all right. Maybe some aspects of... Would that work for them as a player or, or not? Okay. I mean, we, we collect opinions, and that's we're making this game for gamers. It's not we're we're making it to you know. Yeah, we don't have a publisher or um, um, uh, um, somebody sitting on my shoulder saying, "Hurry, cut features, get it out." Sure. Uh, we're taking our time. We've been building this since October 2014 um, in the PC realm, and uh, you know, like like Dustin says, we're, we're we're all gamers, and we're trying to make a game that. We will be happy to have our name on and feel comfortable sure. playing ourselves. So, uh, with that, you know, we're looking for opinions from other gamers as to what they would like to see in a realistic post-apocalyptic world. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and I'll also do like just so you guys know, like I'll do like an intro that says the name of the game and stuff up top. Sure. So people yeah. know. And you want to mention your code? That oh you yeah, I was I was actually just going to say you guys were cool enough to give us like a specific code, which is game. Uh, let me make sure. Did I say it correctly? Uh, so if you guys, you know, through us, we got a specific offer code through, uh, it's game 12 for, mod- so any, we're, because uh, we're going to be all over the place with the podcast, but uh, use the Modern Times offer code is game 12, which you guys, so thank right. you for doing that. Please. So when you register on the forums, just type that code in and you'll receive uh, an exclusive in-game item that's exclusive just to your list. Which is super cool. So you'll have your sweet Modern Times item, uh, which mm-hmm. which y- y- you, you can brag about because there probably won't be a huge amount of people with that item so that's pretty cool uh but so you're you so not only have you done this game so you've done like this game has been a, a process for 12 years for you. yes you said you were like a developer in the night where does like gaming in any form like where does that like love start for you like when did that like come into your life because like <laughs> i think everybody's sort of you know with me it was like you know way young you know the the original nes you know which was you know i'm like 27 so that was pretty early for me um and you know it was just like there was never any going back and like so like do you have like do you know what that first thing yeah, was that like yes, sort of broke into, what yeah. was it 1977 there was a little rule book came out called chain mail and it allowed you to take fantasy miniatures and actually have rules how to kill them and fight each other it's <laughs> so cool. made by a guy called Gary Gyax who the next year produced Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, no kidding. So this was like the predecessor to that? That was it, yeah, yeah. Him and Dave Arneson took and and generated the rules. They wanted, you know, you know how we all play soldiers when we were little, but there was no rules for us. They made rules on how to have fantasy characters on tabletop. Oh my God, that's awesome. I walked in the store and it was like, I gotta have this, you know. And of course I was a preteen at that point. Sure, sure. (laughs) You know, I'd never thought that is an excellent 
analogy because I never thought about it like that of like okay yeah because everybody's done that you have like your transformer and your yeah, yeah, you yeah. know GI how well what's the ratio it was just simple like rules you don't roll a d6 you know and stuff well sure happen, but you know but I but you know you but I've never thought about it that way like you, you know your imagination doesn't place like rule you know it's kind of fun to put <laughs> so you don't know like what the you know or like you'd be hanging out with your friends and you'd argue no the you know right right, right. The, no, you know, it, was, it was a problem solver me and my friends played it and it was like you know it was a world changing event obviously it was because following you know with Dungeons and Dragons that was the whole start of the whole RPG thing which led eventually to PC games and everything else well Dungeons and Dragons we're still talking you know they're still going to make another motion picture they're still the games are still wildly popular it's still a thing most games are built on it hit points absolutely you know levels yeah, professions all that stuff came from D&D yeah something it's something I always wanted to get into but like you know like what I talk to people about now which is really nice is that like my little brother can wear a Captain America he's 10 years younger than me he can wear a Captain America shirt at school and not get made fun of there's reference points to it now. Right. Know, people understand when I was a little younger um, like in high school n nerdy stuff was still you know like I couldn't so like I was never really able to kind of break break that you know and, and, and do but I, something I was always I always really wanted to get into but instead like I just stuck to video games but uh, so what about you so like where did your like ga any sort of like gaming come in well for me I would even say it was when I was you know, a uh, youngster running around on the playground and just, I, I've always had kind of a, a creative mind or a very imaginative mind, and it, it's getting into an escape of some sort, and it, it wasn't necessarily like a, an escape from reality, but it's an alternate kind of world that I was always fascinated with. Sure. Somebody else's mind, kind of like what I was saying before, yeah. seeing that brought to life. So, like, even playing, like, Lava Monster on the playground for me, it was yeah. like, you know, there actually is a Lava Monster there and I'm trying to get away from it. <laughs> and, you know, that, that obviously compounded over the years and, you know, I got into, you know, video games, card games, and mm. things of that nature. And then especially, you know, even in the Marine Corps, you know, completely obsessed with video games when I was there and... Everything. It's kind of a big video game, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that too. Well, but not only that, like, I imagine in that environment, you really need... Yeah, you I need mean, that kind there, of thing. There, yeah, yeah. There, there is, like, a certain detachment with that that, you know, kind of becomes a part of your mentality sure. there but I mean I can't imagine I mean thank you for your service by the way like I don't you know it's well, not something I've done but yeah but anyway <laughs> but yeah like that's you know so yeah and I mean I mean just that escape and it's you know it I, I keep saying escape but I don't even think that's the right word it's just seeing another world from what you were currently in to me it was always fascinating yeah because escape implies that like you know like I think like a lot of people because it truly is escapism for some people like, yeah. they, they need it you know because their like life is not great like for me like my I've been pretty blessed the past couple of years like I've had a really good you know really good go like I enjoy what I do for work and, and I enjoy you know my life outside of that so there really isn't you yeah. know like I'm not like trying to get, get outside of anything but mm -hmm. like at the same time I still love games I still like so you're right escape isn't always the right word like you mm -hmm. just want to enjoy another world you yeah, want to exactly. enjoy something else um, okay, so so you, you know you talk about you have this like creative mind, this, but you were in the Marines. You said for eight years. Mm -hmm. I imagine that environment to be a little constrictive to that sort of because it's so regimented and so it is. And I, so was that was that difficult? Like was that a well for me? I I say I've always had that creative mind and I've always been fascinated, but it, it's more of the mind itself for me. Um, I'm very analytical on the flip side of that. So sure. I can be a numbers guy. I mean, I was logistics for the Marine Corps. Okay. Um, analyze and, 
you know, everything involved with that and kind of seeing efficiencies and how to do everything kind of faster, quicker, where... That's why production down- manager. <laughs> right, yeah, I was going to say, this is starting to make a hell of a lot of sense. <laughs> like, where, where our downsides are and how we can improve that and how we can get this process slightly faster than what it was before. Do those two sides of your brain fight ever? Um, like, the, the, like the creative just wanting to, and then like, but like the, the analytical just sort of like... It kind of comes out more as no filter a lot of times. <laughs> it, it, that's something that I... I would say I struggle with personally as right, far right, as, right. wait, is this, is this what I really should say right now or no? And so, but even with that, like I said, you know, just analyzing the mind and things of that nature, and that's what I've always been obsessed with in, in art, just in general, is someone else's perspective outside of my own. And, you know, just, just seeing, you can tell somebody, you know, draw a face on a piece of paper, right. and you tell 10 people that, you're going to get 10 different faces from their perspective of yeah, how they do absolutely. it. absolutely. And that's what I like to see. That's what I, like, am passionate about. Like, how do you interpret this? Yeah, that's, what, that's what's always interested me is, like, you know, I, you know, there's things that I'm passionate about, and you can get me talking about, you know, music, movies, whatever, but, but what I love is, like, stuff that I know nothing about and, like, getting people to sort of, you know, yeah. talk about it. Okay, so... so um, the game is not playable right now. When do you, do you, can you guys talk at all, give you any sort of details about when people can maybe expect to like possibly get their hands on it? You know. Well, the key take is here, no exact timelines because I don't have a publisher pushing me. Sure, but absolutely. What we're looking at is uh, pre-alpha in the next few months. Great. Basically. Yeah, I just like, you know, give people an idea yeah. of, you know, how to... Yeah, as soon as, as soon as we feel it's, it's ready for people to see. In fact, our approach to, to current has been more to show the lore and stuff like that on our website versus the eye candy, yeah, just to get real gamers that are interested in the story inbound so that as we do start to show the eye candy, which we just started showing some at the show, yeah. and there's going to be some in the coming weeks, you know, we're going to build up to that pre-alpha and allow, you know, the public to come in and actually Great. And join us. And that's, that's extremely important for us. Um, you know, we mention it in some of our recorded interviews is we do have you know those that visual eye candy and everything that is you know modern technology yeah again it got me quick i was like this looks cool you know like yeah like we have that but we don't necessarily want uh early followers to be necessarily worried about that aspect like we know that's going to get people we know that that's that's, no brainer that's easy but we want those those people to follow us because of what we're making, the story of what we're making. The substance of the game, yeah. you know? Yeah, but, but a game is nothing without sub- Like, you know, yeah. I don't know, like, the, 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 like, there's a reason that sort of, like, outside of the movies, like, a lot of the Star Wars games have been, you know, kind of the better, mm-hmm. you know, because the story, you know, it's all yeah. people want... Lots of lore. Star Wars fans want, like, story. That's all they've ever oh, wanted. Yeah. Like, that's why, you know, so it's, like, a good example of, like, you know, there's a reason that the, a lot of those have been considered, and you know, the way to... That's that's why we want you know that feedback on our forums. You know, read, read our stories that we have posted up on our pages. You know, see what we're coming out with, and you know, what's your perspective on it? How how would you evolve this game? So so is it so so as a so like okay, you said you know you create it's very you know it's an RPG. You create a character, you take this time. Sure. Um, it, but is it is it so no matter what character create like is your story somewhat linear or how does this work? No, like not a linear story at all. In uh, fact, that's another piece that we're building on. There's lots of story elements and, you know, chains of stories going on, but uh, the world's going on without you, no matter if you're in that spot or not. Oh, okay, okay. So, you know, you could be there and partake in it, or you might miss out on it while it's actually taking 
place where your character is like real life. Yeah, like yeah. real life. Yeah. So a lot of decisions. Yeah, we're not we're not interest, introducing a new game. We're introducing a new world that you can play in. That is so cool. Uh, the idea is the idea. Just hearing you guys talk about it, like I'm so I'm like I'm I'm like ready. Like okay, so you now. Um, I heard you talking inside. That, so it's is it? It's not going to be exclusively PC. Did you say you're going to be aiming for Xbox as well? Yeah, what we're looking at is uh, you know getting the PC game. Yes, we are. Looking to get the PC game done as quickly as possible, and sure. then uh, once we have that out, we're looking to port to Xbox One. Great. And uh, potentially other consoles. We'll see. You know, uh, there's been a lot of cry for certain other name yeah. brands. <laughs> I'm an Xbox guy, so I'm like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not a big PC guy. But yeah, and we're also floating the idea of a mobile app tie-in as well. Great. Um, and again, all of the rules, all the game will be the same game everywhere, and literally the same game for your character. So you'll be able to take and jump from one to the other to the oh, other and be in the same game. Because that's the wave of the future is, you know, because people are going to get, you know, even I think Xbox just announced that they're going to start allowing you to somehow, I don't know how they work this out, but like if I have Battlefront on Xbox and somebody's got Battlefront on PS4, you're going to be able to start yeah, 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 online, that, you know, because I think that's the wave of the future. It is. Interconnectivity it. between it, you know, but for, for us, you know, the key takeaway is you make your character, you can play it anywhere. So you play at home on your PC, you're at work, you got lunch, you got your phone you out. Your phone out, yeah, yeah, sure. You advance the character a little bit more, you go home and keep playing the same Cause character. Because that's the only way that like various platforms are going to survive or everything is just going to become a tablet PC right you know because you know I, I would be shocked if console gaming goes beyond one more generation and then everything's just going to have to move to like a yeah. PC type you know yeah. well, unless like you're saying you know you can sort of Link manage all to, like, everybody just sort of you know hey let's all get along and work because I mean there's no way people are going to you know, like you said, it's, people want things accessed now, right. here, the way I want it, and, you know, like, PC, tablet, whatever, gaming, that's the most flexible way so that things will move that way, unless, like, you know, forward thinking, like you guys are doing, you make it... All interact yeah. with each other. Yeah, yeah, because be, and, and it's cool to hear that you guys like are forward thinking like that because that's the thing is if you're gonna do a game that's this immersive and this, you know, you want to know that like you can do the game in the long haul. Yeah. You know, which is which is cool. It's nice to hear that you guys like have that like you are thinking that far ahead. Yeah. Well, as long as this one's going to take to play, you know, we, we need to, to the people to be playing it for a long time. Right, <laughs> so, right, yeah. They're going to need to be able to be portable. But that's but that's good, though. I mean, it's good because you don't, you know, I mean, if it's a game that you enjoy, you know, the worst thing that you can ever do is one of my favorite examples. There was this great Star Wars game called Republic Commando. It was one of the funnest. It was really cool. And then it's like that. The campaign is like so quick and you're just like. <laughs> damn it <laughs> you know so it's nice that uh you know it's like so it's great that, like you know if you get into it you you got time you know you're in yes uh so is there anything as we're kind of sort of winding down here is there anything else you guys like want to want people to know what what would you a few of the features maybe sure yeah go okay. whatever you guys want this is um, your time man tell me whatever so you, you know most games have a struggle with having like two factions maybe three factions right sure we have seven that are core factions, and then 54 marauder factions. Oh, wow. As okay. well as, if you don't like any of their philosophies, you can make your own and then convince people in the game world to follow you. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, be who you want. We're, we're skill-based, not level-based. There's no hit points. It's based on reality. You know, you're wounded, you're not wounded, you're severely wounded, you're unconscious or dead. Uh, like I mentioned, there's permadeath. Um, you know, it's open world. Um, we got uh, a little over 38,000 locations to take an adventure in, and it's procedurally generated, so everybody's game is completely different than the last guy's game. That's so cool. Uh, it's persistent. 
consistent. Um, it's uh, it's a game where you know it's multiplayer, so you set the max amount of people you want in. You decide who gets in, and also you know who when and they can play. So time is an element in this. Your character ages. So if if they're playing oh when God. you're not there, your <laughs> world's like advancing. Blowing my mind. Oh my so, God. So the, the world's advancing if you're home sleeping. So if that's the rule set you chose. The other thing is speaking of rule sets. All the rules are totally customizable from the get-go, right out of the menu. So if you don't like a rule in the game, you think that you know the way I wrote it isn't exactly the way you want it because you're more hardcore or less hardcore, change it. Great. We're also allowing people to add additional rules to the game. So if you want extra stuff in there that's not there, you can do it's that. It's like when you go play Monopoly at somebody else's house and they have some weird rule. The house rules. Yeah, the house rules. So in our game, when you start the game, you set the rule base. Everybody that you invite in accepts into that rule base, including you know how you want to do loot because we're full loot what you see is what you get we're full pvp all the time awesome there is no safe areas and there is no adventuring outside of a settlement let's say and <laughs> no it's like you know close close here is easy stuff and it gets harder right away you can step out the door and hit the worst thing in the game uh, so wow. it's, it's like the real world so uh, you know there's just those are a couple of the major features there's a lot more obviously um you know we got vehicle combat you know uh, everything you can imagine uh, that i think i think that's enough like me like again i walked into this knowing nothing i'm just like all right, let's let's go. Like I want to, like I want to. This sounds awesome to me. So I think like if I am any sort of representation of a consumer base, like um, that's enough to get me like you know. Because you also don't want to know too much. Like you want some mystery to go. Oh, absolutely. You know, when yeah. you start. Um, so how about you, man? If we're winding down, anything else you want people to know? To say you know just or just uh, or anything you just want to say at all? Well, okay, yeah, Mike kind of touched on pretty much all the aspects of the kind of game mechanics and everything like that. Uh, we are possibly thinking about uh, doing a Kickstarter. We haven't really come out with a, a solid timeline if we do choose to do that. Okay. Uh, but basically our goal for that is going to be uh, kind of more shortening our timelines. Right. Um, yeah. A lot of the guys on the team that are, you know, working other jobs perhaps to, uh, you know, work more full-time on it. Bring, bring more people right. on so you can yeah. get it. Yeah, because that's been the done. general consensus for the people following us right now. They'd like to see it sooner than later for some reason. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, again, everybody, now, now, now. So, you know, that that's one of the things we're tossing around. So we'll give it, uh, you know, some, some chewing over here. Maybe over the next few weeks you might hear an announcement on our website about it one way or the other. Fantastic. So just to reiterate, website is... RazorEdgeGames.com. Awesome. Okay, cool. And then uh, our offer code again for Modern Times if you want an exclusive item once the game launch is Game 12. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. It was really cool. And uh, I really, I, I am personally very much looking forward to playing the game. So. I look forward to seeing the end game. And uh, on our forums, making some noise. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> Take you.